ear. It's your girl Scardi B. Happy Friday. This is our first Fan Friday and um, I'm really excited to start this segment because so many of y'all are so cool and I want to hear more about y'all's relationship with Fall Out Boy um, and hip hop. So um, every Friday, ideally, or every other Friday, yeah, we're going to be putting out uh, these episodes, these conversations with people who listen to the pod. Um, So without further ado, if you want to be a part of Fan Friday coming up, please hit the link in my bio on Instagram um, at Sugar We're Going In. Um, You'll be able to fill out a quick Google form and I'll reach out to you when it's time to schedule. But um, I'm very excited about this first guest. What a perfect person to kick it off with. Um, I got to speak to Kayla Moreno. Um, She is a musician and writer from California. She's currently the content marketing manager uh, with Rock Insider Press. She's a gorgeous writer. Um, And her band, Stitch Away, is working on their first single. So please, without further ado, check out me and Kayla's conversation. We talked about everything. I mean, just everything. Um, But enjoy, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I was just saying that this is the first Fan Friday, so it's like on a date, kind of nervous, you know? (laughs) (laughs) The perfect guinea pig. Like Petco was like, please. Might be. She's very sick. Um, but I'm I'm very happy to kick off this Fan Friday just segment in general uh, with some really cool people that listen to the pod and that I know IRL, URL, you know the deal. Um, but we were getting to talking about, you know, what what is it about Fall Out Boy and hip hop that just like literally just sets us off? Because we already know that I'm a, a lot of bit crazy about it. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to hear from people around the nation, around the world about like, what makes them tick? And, you know, I asked, um, what, what do you love about Fall Out Boy and hip hop? And you talked about their collaborations, um, yeah. just their innovation. So why don't we talk about you and then build up to what it means to be a Fall Out Boy fan and a fan of Fall Out Boy and hip hop? Oh, we're, so that like kind of, we're, we're all like the center of a Venn diagram, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in the East Bay area, so there's a lot of different stuff there. My parents are really intense metalheads. I mean, they listen to like Exodus and like Machine Head and stuff. So growing up, I always heard that. And then my parents got divorced when I was in first grade. Pink Seashell really hits. But um, <laughs> my uh, my parents got Was it the I- quarter pounder with cheese part? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, me too. <laughs> and my dad, my dad started dating a woman shortly thereafter, who had a thirteen-year-old daughter. Mind you, this was like she was thirteen in two thousand two, two thousand three. So this is prime time to be a silly, goofy little emo kid. Oh yeah. Um, in the Bay Area, we were right next to Green Day in Berkeley. Like, come on, it was perfect. Um, we shared a room. So every morning I would wake up to the smell of burnt hair, mm. like flat iron, burnt, <laughs> crisp hair. And um, we, she would be playing CDs. So it'd be Fall Out Boy, kind of get the disco, my cam, the Academy is, you know. Um, but there would also be like wild cards. Like she'd have like 50 cent because it was 2003. Because <laughs> so, it was 2003 of it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and 
And um, my first follow-up by song, I'm pretty sure, was Patron Saint because it was the end of the album. Mm. And I was like, play that shit again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I remember I remember my first time hearing Fall Out Boy and I don't know did I I don't maybe I told the story on the first episode about from under the cork tree but it wasn't even that it had to have been the 2004 episode if I even left it in this guy I had a crush on Michael Albuquerque I will never forget his name <laughs> because because listen like because it, it he really changed the game like he wasn't yeah. anything crazy but like he changed the game for me it was computer time in fifth grade fourth grade and he was like my brother made me this burnt cd blah 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 and it was fall out <laughs> boys take this to your grave mind you we're in computer club okay and i was like oh can we share a headphone okay i had game no longer have game um and i heard the first I, tell that mick was the first song i ever heard and it was like that dial tone at the beginning and something so horrendously just like <laughs> exploded in my head that I was like oh no fuck you and your brother Michael Albuquerque like this is this is now mine um and we left it at that but I remember playing that album every day I had like an iPod Nano I had the burnt CDs um the first time yeah the first time you hear Fall Out Boy is, is very special and you either love it or hate it there's no in between yeah and it was crazy because like when your parents are goth metalheads how the hell are you supposed to find <laughs> a definitive like sense of self yeah. you know so I had to find something that felt comforting enough mind you my mom also really has like she loves like hardcore rap like hard <laughs> hard stuff because that's also a huge overlap yeah someone the other day called thriller like corny or, or outdated or something it might have been like a couple months ago but I was like, someone. <laughs> My mouth could not be more gay. Yeah, like someone doesn't understand the assignment here. Right? No. <laughs> like it aged tell, really tell, well. Tell me you weren't in 2007 without telling me you weren't well, in 2007. Yeah, if anything, it was ahead of its time. Because 100%. It was going on Warped Tour with like, a Jay-Z intro to their album, you know? No, I mean, he had them throwing up the rock, like, at yeah. Warped Tour. And <laughs> Those are my chains, The chains. <laughs> it's the chains. Oh, the chains are a whole thing. The, the, because what people don't know is that Fall Out Boy got the girl version of the chains because yeah. the male versions were too big for them. Jay-Z was, said something like, oh, no, because you guys would look crazy in them. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then Patrice Patrick Von Martin Stomp had to come and bring it out on the day of the Infinity on High release when they did the three um shows. He was there on TRL's yeah. brand spanking new with his with this Rockefeller chain. And there's like this, I know this is like a podcast, but like he's holding his chain out with like his his like two thumbs. <laughs> and I've never loved an image more. I was like, this is this is what I want forever and ever. It's so good. It's so good. I was talking literally two days ago. To a friend who's a more casual fan of Fall Out Boy, but somehow she ended up with all of us because, like, my friends all hang out together, so we were all hanging out together, right? And she brought up the Kanye remix, and I was like, it's so... We all think it's funny. We all think it's funny. It's hysterical. I mean, it's it's a diss 
Yes, track. he gave us a bear song to diss them for a minute. And, and then, and then Pete's like, "Oh, but he says we got money, and we're like on top, and like he yeah. wants to be like us, so like we're good." I no. think not only not only that. Okay, but get get me at this because doesn't it sound like he's sampling Pete's laugh at the beginning? Oh yeah, yeah. Like it sounds like Pete's laugh. I I I now Wait, know what yeah. sample it is. No, you but make, for. Make but until this podcast, I thought it was Pete's laugh being sampled. Because if you've heard Pete Wentz's cackle, that's Pete Wentz's cackle. It might have been, been. I mean, I don't doubt it. Like, especially Kanye then to do something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it was insane. But then, like, let's talk about, like, the mega mix, right? Where we brought back Paul Wall, Skinhead Rob, Tiger yeah. was on there, Travi. And they yeah. did it at the VMAs. I mean, there's just so much. I mean, that's why 2007 has to will be two <laughs> two parts because I, I I'm already taking up so much of a chunk of time talking about Jay Z and Babyface that <laughs> everything else has to happen later. The Timbaland, the Rihanna, the everything else. When you posted the um your interview with Patrick, I was cackling. Oh, was, the the teaser. I was pretty- like, oh my god. <laughs> And if and if you don't know what Kayla's uh talking about, uh, I posted on Instagram a clip of uh, a interview I did with Patrick uh in 2011. It was November. It was like the week before Thanksgiving, 2011. He's tripping over his words like a good ADHD or would, <laughs> and then it says it so eloquently as I record like Tupac. Stuff out, but I but I'm ready. I have I've always got st- I have um, you know I record like Tupac. and i just remember looking at him and being like oh you you understand the no he he gets it no he's he the mission was accomplished like and and it's it's so funny funny because (laughs) again like this is like how he like actually talks and the way he cackles after it i was like oh you know you just ate I was like, I'm going to I'm going to let him cook. But that interview, when it comes out, which will be after uh, this talk, because I'm going to do 2011 is going to be two parts. Did you know? Well, actually, like three now that I want to put out the the interview, but with commentary. Patrick and I really started talking because he also did radio in high school and he was the first like big act that like took me seriously and like cheered me on and you'll hear him like laugh at the top of the intro he couldn't even get through the intro without laughing at me hey what's up this is scarlet and you're listening to 90.3 the pulse and i'm joined today by patrick stump an incredible multi-talented musician <laughs> why are you laughing uh, that's, that's, that's a that's a great introduction a all right and i was like yeah. so why are you laughing like i was about to eat his head off i was like we're not even two <laughs> seconds into this and i just i I got triggered. It, it's a it's a really great conversation. I'm excited for people to have it. So just the fact that that Tupac uh, reference is what it's I'm teasing so with. Just, just know so that funny. yeah, there's there's something cooking, <laughs> and I just feel like it's gonna happen again. And I I can't wait for that conversation. To I happen. was sitting in my room cackling. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was no crying. no because <laughs> why Patrice? Like why? Would <laughs> so you... I, he's with his full chest too. We he, are he... talking about. Tupac, we're talking about Patrick Stone, Fall Out Boy, and hip hop. Talk to me about the collaborations that really got you excited when it yeah. comes to Fall Out Boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So even when I'm not the exact target audience, right? 
no such thing. Wah, 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 right. wah. Okay, but you, yes. you get, but you get the idea, right? I like, get the gist. Yeah. What it, <laughs> what it, what it does, what it doesn't quite click. My California accent makes everything I say ridiculous. But anyways, the, the, I'm uh, from Philly. Everything I say sounds ridiculous. It's fine. <laughs> um, even when it's not for me. It gets me excited and curious. And sometimes when it's not for me, it gets me more excited and curious, right? Like, think about Make America Psycho again. Some of those Uh, remixes are not good. No. (laughs) They're not. America, America. America, America, America. (laughs) But I'm banging it every day. Like, (laughs) What's the line where uh, I hop on that ass like I'm riding an elephant? Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, yes. i loved it it's so deeply unserious that like (laughs) i'm glad like people was like behind there like being like he was like that's writing down he was like he's (laughs) keeping in his little notebook yeah exactly but like even when it's not for me i can understand why they're doing it yes and why he called it that and the year in which it was made they're like, very political people. They, they are. And that alone is enough for me to be like, I kind of hate this as a, like, what it like sounds like. I don't like it. <laughs> but the concept is absolutely phenomenal. And the people that they got on there, where in the world would you think Fall Out Boy is collaborating with Azalea Biggs? I, mean, I was lit. I'm, I mean, going I- to, I'm going to flip my table. I was literally just about to say that. Like, yeah, Azalea yeah. Banks specifically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in parentheses, we love the Academy is, but like, girl, on a follow up play record, that's so wild. I think it's wild. I think Juicy J, I think Zaytoven, yeah. I think them having Migos. I mean, oh, wow, you know, and they, well, fucking rest I mean, in peace. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Migos is the one that makes the most sense to me if yeah. you go down the Tyga pipeline. But, um, yeah, the Tyga great- pipeline is very funny of I a term. To- I get to, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get to introduce people to that all the time. And um, I was, I was honestly flabbergasted when I found out that they weren't actually cousins. Uh, I believed it for so long. I didn't, yeah, I think I was just small and would believe anything. I was just like, I, and me too. And then I was like, mm, this is what, I we're, we're Travi McCoy truthers. That's what we yeah. are. I think that's part of why I wanted to believe Travi and I wanted to believe that Travi wouldn't lie to me. But but it's no. now now it's hilarious. But in high school, it gave me a little bit of clout because otherwise I would have been relentlessly bullied for liking Fall Out Boy, right? But whenever I got to pull out the, well, did you guys know this? Wow, you got to pull out stuff? They were just like, meh, loser. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, when, it was in, when it was in class, I was in an art class once and this kid was talking to me about Tyga and he was like, I think you would really like Tyga. And I was like, oh, I'm way ahead of you, pal. I was thinking Crazy. of, um, um, what the heck was that? Swagger like Wentz. Oh my God, it's so funny. Wait, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. like, I'm a fallout boy. Got swagger like Wentz. I'm in that black Benzie on this honeymoon shit. So make some noise, I'm a fallout boy. And whoever don't like it, come see me on tour time y'all i think y'all need to understand where it's like again when we talk about their collaborations it was like <laughs> decay dance was like really like they were trying to be g unit like it's they were trying to be g unit they were trying to be cash money they were trying to be all this like and it's I, I i love it i love it for them but it definitely just like invited 
everything that came afterward in all my days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sure did. Uh, I made my, um, for the publication I'm with, I made that DK Dance playlist because we got a lot of attention on our Toward Us post. And um, I sent one of those goofy photos of Pete with like everybody. It was like, you know, it was one of those, it had like two pixels in it. And my boss, <laughs> she noticed it was like, it had like two pixels. So she decided to make it a paint by numbers. <laughs> I have to send it to you because. No, my mouth is on the floor. I would love nothing more but to complete that. I am obsessed with that. I would really love like a Decadence like uh, coloring book. A, di a diamond painting kit? Write that one down. Write that one down. Write that one down. Dear <laughs> Mr. Went. Because you don't even the paint by numbers. It's the natural progression. Yes. And then it's a Sudoku where it's like, <laughs> we'll get there eventually. I mean, we're all becoming geriatric with them. So very excited. I literally pinched a nerve at Tordas. Oh Which show? The one that ended me was the last night Camden because I was not oh expecting God. to be in the pit. And I was in the pit. Oh, you were and... have love jump scared. No, actually, I did because if you listen to my reaction video, I scream Pavlov this the moment before they go the O start, and all you hear is me shrieking like my full body just like from my toes out of my mouth, like I fully just turned inside out. There was no stopping me. I'm proud of you for surviving. I Thank you. I, I'm not convinced I did. Like every once in a while, I'm like, I'm like, do you remember when we heard Pavla? <laughs> like, is everybody okay? Are we all right? Because I'm a folia do girly, okay? And we yeah. were fed. We were fed. You were fed, <gasps> you were fed that night specifically. Like, I was. Yeah. I was no, like, no. if he, if my husband did not know, he know now because I, there were <laughs> there were no words. And then um, I went to go see them at Fan Fest. That was a free Philly right, show. Insane, ago. amazing. The 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 stage was the the size of like a warp tour stage. And Pete even said he was like, "This is very warp tory." It was tiny, and it was like silly. it was silly seeing Saturday during the daytime. Yes, but but they were all such silly geese because it was five yeah. o'clock and not like ten o'clock at night <laughs> when they're like trying to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, they all the zoomies because it was by PM. They were, yo, like Pete was like dancing, like this ain't a, yeah. like, during this ain't a scene. Like I was living for it. And then he says something about like, I like Philly because the fans are monsters. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah he is so He's not, not wrong, but uh, yeah, definitely East Coasters hold it down. But we also got spoiled. Um, LA too. We got severely spoiled. Oh, yeah. I, I, were, I mean, obviously you were there, but uh, when you know the the sophomore slump happened yeah did you, hear, did you hear the mic I didn't hear the mic I knew immediately that he was like frustrated about something and I was like did your shoelace get untied yeah. like you over a cord what what is happening here and then the second that his mic turned back on his mood just skyrocketed up yeah of course he jumping around and stuff I was like oh okay I get uh, it thank god for that moment I mean but like yeah. The, the power that all these bands and, and dudes and relationships that they have moving forward. It's really is, amazing. It's really, it's really amazing. amazing. And, and while I was so privileged to be able to see that in the West Coast, now let's talk about our good friends, Gym Class Heroes over on the East Dude. Coast. When, they, when yeah. he came out at Forest Hills. That's amazing. I forgot. When I'm, when I'm well, telling you chills, like, because they played Cupid's Chokehold as part of the house music, uh, and I hadn't heard it at any of the other shows, and that was like... Oh, I know it was. It was. 
It was okay. Then I was Chicago vastly. It's okay. Yeah. I do that too. I I dissociate. It's fine. I also I also want to make the house music because I I feel like yeah. the other tours like it was a lot heavier hip hop, and like yeah. this one's definitely been like amazing. I love say anything. I love everything they're playing. Oh, I kept, but like I kept, I kept saying I was pre gaming Emma night. Oh yeah. no, time limit. I um, know, but that means that we we we're we're like diamonds. We're gonna build under yes. pressure. Talk to me about the importance of seeing gym class heroes at the forefront of the scene. Oh my gosh. I, uh, first of all, I'm really excited to see them in the fall. I'm not really an all-time low fan, so I'm legitimately going to see gym class heroes. Yes. Uh, so for me, um, it really kind of just solidified everything that we already knew to be true about follow-up boys integration with hip-hop in general. But it... um. On the flip side, it made it more acceptable to like Fall Out Boy, yeah. you know, because Gym Class Heroes had this cool factor that Fall Out Boy, sorry to say this, if did it, not, if you're did watching this, not. Um, they didn't have that cool factor. It was really, we were in the trenches. <laughs> Truly, deeply. We were in the, but Travi is so cool. Like inherently, he's such a cool guy that like like genuinely the nicest person you'll ever meet oh yeah that that too but like the just the aura you know oh my god yes but it, but it's like a similar thing like i said with taiga earlier yeah. the kids at school gave me less of a hard time when they realized it was the stereo hearts guy that was <laughs> best friends with pete yeah. west i think honestly we can thank them for events like emo night and the kind of expansion of the whole scene in general yeah and before that was pete once desperately wanting to be a rapper yeah and um we all know we all watched wild and out <laughs> we, we love you so much pete we I'm, I'm i'm fully convinced that because i'm a really great lurker that p once is already listening but he just like won't let it be known. So I just, I just, I'm just gonna keep talking to him like through this. I'm like, please clear this song for me, please, because I don't want to get pulled for using the Patrick Stump remix. Please yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. It's also the unique way that Patrick always has like that little twang of hip hop and everything that he talks. Yes, about. and I, I encourage everybody to listen to him on Black Radio Two, Robert Glasper, where yeah. he goes, "I never get to do shit like this." Like <laughs> this is Patrick Stump. in the entire world because I was oh, like God. yes baby but then let's talk about because you asked me a question on the form too which was my favorite collaborations and oh. why do you have yours because I have mine Ooh, it changes every day um, but <laughs> chokehold is always what I say my favorite song is yes so I'll say that today cupids is perfect I will go with Timbaland Oh I think, yeah. I think one and only is one of the craziest Ooh. songs ever created it's on shock value which is like an, an OG album of like if if you love this like you have to listen to Shock Value, and then he quotes like this movie at the end like we ain't got no band, we ain't got no speakers, no microphone set up. Like I scream that part every time, and like I think Patrick sounds so good. And I remember yeah. they would play it as part of a medley um during Honda oh, Civic yeah. tour. Why don't we do this? Thank okay. you so much for joining me. Um, this has been Sugar We're Going In, the uh, the fan episode, the fan Friday, whatever you want to call it. Kayla, can you give us a good uh, vocal air horn? Bow, 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 bow. Any last words you want to leave everybody off? 
Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. Um, you're such a cool friend to have. And I'm mm -hmm. glad that we can take this off off the Twitter streets and and, and Instagram streets yeah. and, and talk to each other. So hopefully we meet IRL super one, soon. One day I'll have to show you around uh, Avalon emo night. I'll come through. Scardi yeah. B should host. Yeah, get them, yes. get them to let me to give host. Her, give her the ox. I appreciate you. Um, this is Sugar We're Going In. We'll hear from anybody else next Friday. So please stay tuned because it might be you. Who knows? Who knows? See you later. Bye.